Thanks for checking out this message from River Valley Church in Boise, Idaho. We hope that it encourages you and inspires you. For more messages like this, make sure to check out our podcast. And for more content from River Valley, go to our website, rivervalleyboise.com. Enjoy this message. Good morning, River Valley Church. We're so excited um, to be here with you this morning. Um, Today, I asked Tim to join me and help me lead the message. So today, you get Pastor Tim as well. It's going to be amazing. I'm a little nervous, but it's going to be amazing. This is actually one of my favorite parts about the season that we've been in. Obviously, it's been very different not gathering together. Uh, But one of the fun things for us as a family, and I think you've been seeing it a little bit in some of the things that we've been able to to bring over the weekend times is this type of stuff. On Easter, we got to be together as a family and got to bring a message to you as a family. Uh, Last week, Pastor Jason and Ellie absolutely killed it in just sharing God's word with us together as a couple. And today, Emily and I get to to minister together. And so typically, her and Ellie and, and many of our amazing children's ministries team are back in children's ministries on Sunday morning, so we don't get to hear from them very often. But this season has really provided for us a really awesome and unique opportunity for that. So I'm actually super excited about today and very honored that she asked me to help preach with her today. Uh, so we're going to kind of jump into that. Actually, I just wanted to uh, just give a big thank you to Jason and Ellie. They taught last week such an incredible word on bold declarations. And declarations has really become a huge part of, of our life and our family over probably the last two to three years, maybe four years now of really learning and understanding the power of declarations in our life and kind of in our family as well, right? Yeah, we do it with our kids. um, And I know it for me personally, it has been one of the biggest, the most impactful things really that I've done as a spiritual discipline in the last few years um, has really challenged me and really increased my faith um, and belief. And yeah. so, yeah, I encourage you to dive in even further. Yeah, their teaching on it last week was was amazing, and we want to encourage you. And we're actually going to weave that into our conversation today: um, declarations and the power of learning that spiritual discipline in our lives, because it will it'll benefit you as you learn to use the Word of God in your life in the way that it was intended. And what that is is as a weapon, an offensive weapon for us to right. to really live in. So we want to want to help you do that today. We're going to be talking about bold identity. And we're going to dive into to a little bit of this conversation about what it means to live with a bold identity yeah. in our life. Yeah. And uh, we want to kind of kick that off with just this thought, um, because of the time in which we're living and what we're experiencing, that pretty much everything around us is changing. Yeah. Uh, jobs are changing. Yep. Uh, our school environments are changing. For you kids that are watching with your parents right now, everything's changed when it comes to school, unless you're already a homeschooler. Um, but things are just changing radically around us. Uh, things are not as they once were, and that's that's really not a new thing, but it's something that we're feeling the impact of right now yeah. in our life, this change space. Yeah, and life in general, every single part of life changes yeah. from hairstyles <laughs> to clothing styles to our body shape and size, um, how many moms after having a child is Come not on. totally satisfied. You moms are amazing. <laughs> how that looks afterwards. And so, you know, every part of life changes yeah. from seasons to phases of life to jobs to our health. Um, 
And so that's such an important thing to really acknowledge yeah. and recognize as we start to talk about our identity. Yeah, and we're super aware of it right now because we're feeling the tension of that. But but if, if you were to think back to your days in high school, yeah. uh, so much of our energy and time was spent in trying to build uh, an identity with the people that we were around in high school. Right. Um, and as adults now, we look back on that and go, what a waste of time. <laughs> like we, we saw these people for three years of our life and then in reality after high school like they just disappeared and all that time and energy and stress and the things that we felt right. in that uh, right. really amounted to not a whole lot. And uh, we want to be really aware of that in the season that we're in that oftentimes the seasons of change that we're in, uh, we, we draw so much identity from, yeah. from what we do and from our status and the problem with that is all of those things change. Yeah. They're in a constant state of change and flux. Right. And so here's what we want to do. We're going we're to kick off today's message in just a little bit of a different way. We want you to take just a minute here. We're going to give you one minute, 60 seconds, to talk with the people that you're around yeah. and talk about two things that has changed over the past four to five weeks for you. So kids, you've got some things that you can talk yeah. with your parents about. Parents, you've got some things that you can talk with your kids about. Yeah. And for those of you that are maybe at home uh, right now by yourself, I want you to take a moment and text somebody else yeah. uh, just a couple things that have changed in your life. And we're gonna give you 60 seconds to do that. And then we're gonna gather back together and we're gonna continue on in our message today. So take these 60 seconds and talk about a couple things that have changed in your life. Welcome back from our 60 second conversation. I hope that went well with your kids and families and friends. Uh, it's important to talk about changes as we're going through them yeah. in this season and acknowledge mm -hmm. them. Um, so for our message today, one thing that we're really gonna talk about is what we're building our identity mm -hmm. on. Yeah. And I love the parable in Matthew that talks about if we're choosing to build on a sandy surface or if we're building on something concrete and stable. Mm -hmm. yeah. So let's read that passage together. It's in Matthew 7, verse 24 through 27. And it says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. Mm. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. You know, in the Passion Translation, it uses the verbiage building on an unshakable foundation. Mm, I and that. I love that picture and that word choice um, to really present what we're trying to go after today. 
Um, when we allow the circumstances of life yeah. to create or dictate or influence our identity and how we feel as a person, mm. we're really and truly building on a sandy foundation. Yeah. Because no matter how solid it may feel, whether it's our career, mm. maybe our health, um, our families, whatever that is that's influencing your identity, those things all just change whether or not we like it. We see that right now so clearly. Yeah, we do. I mean, nobody anticipated what this spring looks like to look the way it is right now. Yeah. And there's a lot of things going on in people's lives. And so if you find that you're really struggling in this time and feel very chaotic in this time, chances mm. are you found a lot of your identity or parts of your identity mm. in your in your circumstances yeah. and what's going on around you rather than the Word of God. And so mm. today we just want to really dive into that and um, talk about letting God really design our identity and really believing the Word and what He has to say with to about our identity yeah. and how He's created us. Yeah, and as we've been exploring this, we spent a little time and Emily looked up the word identity for yeah. us as we were just trying to process this whole mindset and it really brought out yeah. some really unique stuff for us. Yeah, we had some fun show. conversations. I love words and so, <laughs> and I love looking up word meanings and so identity actually meant at the core that it's the quality of being the same mm -hmm. or sameness and I just thought that was so powerful because your identity is not supposed to change. Like actually the, yeah. the defining part of identity is that it stays the same yeah. and has the same factor to it. And it is impossible to have a same identity through your entire life if you're building it on things that are going yeah. on around you yeah. and your circumstances, your career choices, yeah. your jobs, whatever's going on, it's impossible. Yeah. And so what we're really diving into today and really exploring is how do we build this concrete identity that is built on an yeah. unshakable foundation that doesn't change with circumstances yeah, so and doesn't change with economy changes, <laughs> doesn't change with health changes, that stays the same and mm. really and truly is part of who we are forever. Yeah, and I love that's what Jesus was kind of laying a foundation for when he was talking yeah. and teaching through Matthew chapter 20, or Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 and 27 right. is that place of of really calling us into, hey, what are you building your life and identity yeah, on? Yeah. Uh, what does that really look like in your life? So we wanna talk today about building a bold identity um, and making sure that we're building on something that is not shakable. Everything around us feels right. like it's shaking right now. Uh, and Emily said it, our economy, yeah. uh, our education, uh, all the things that, that yeah. oftentimes we find our security in, in, in life is moving and yep. shifting right now. And as the people of God, and maybe you're listening today and, and you're just learning about this journey with Christ, one of the beautiful things that he offers to us in this journey of faith is this place of stability in him. Yeah. And so we want to talk about that today, how we lay that foundation really well. Um, and, and here's really the, the foundation is that, that our identity must be grounded in who God says we are. Yeah. Not in what our career says that we are, not right. what our family says that we are, right. uh, not in what our bank account says that we are. For you yeah. students, not in what your GPA or, or what your teachers say that you are, but really where right. we're anchored and grounded um, in who God says we are. And the reason for that is, is because of who He is. Yeah. And the Bible tells us that He is, He never changes. Yeah. And so with that understanding, it gives us the ability to settle our lives yeah upon that firm foundation, that rock. And here's actually what it says in James chapter 1, verse 17. It says, uh, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, 
who created all the lights of heaven. In other words, who stretched out the expanses of heaven. This is our Father. This is who He is. But listen to what it says here. He never changes or casts a shadow. A shifting shadow is, is what some, some terminology says in that. And there's this reality in us that God is who He says He is. That's what we've got to build our identity on. Right. Not on the circumstances of our life. Not on the wealth that we acquire, but on the identity that we have because of who God is. Hebrews chapter 13 actually goes and expands on this. Speaking of Jesus in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8, it says, Jesus Christ, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's our anchor. That's what we get to build our life upon. And again, is not, not the winds of our culture, not the shifting sand of our culture, but on this reality of who our God is. Um, and I think Isaiah 40 verse 8 kind of sets this whole tone for us as we get deeper into building the right identity. And here's what it says. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. Yeah. Not just for a season, right. not just for a moment, not just right. for when we feel right. good, but forever from the beginning of time to the end of time. God's word remains forever. And that is good yeah. news to us. Really good news. You know, and I personally really hate change. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love routine. Yeah. I love knowing what to expect. Um, I would probably be dubbed a very boring person if I could have it my way all the time. I don't time. think she's boring. <laughs> There's some truth though. <laughs> yeah, it's for real. And so, you know, I find it so comforting because I don't get my wish mm -hmm. in life. Things change all the time. I'm homeschooling six children right now, yeah, which was on. not my plan. Yeah. <laughs> I've had job changes. And it is so comforting for me to read the scripture and be able to remind myself that God never changes. Yeah. That there, that it's, it's just a done deal. And I don't even have to think about that for a mm. second. Mm. Um, so yeah. it is that should bring you peace. It's a gift that he's given to us, just that he doesn't yeah. ever change. Yeah. So uh, keep diving in with us, though. So Genesis 1, we really want to start diving in now and talking about going through scripture and really identifying what our identity is and mm. what God yep. says about us. Yeah. Um, we want you all to walk away going, yeah, this is who I am. This is who God's word says that I am. Mm. So the first scripture we're going to start with is Genesis 1 verse 27. And it says, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Mm. And this is just such a great intro yeah. to this because it is so powerful to know that right in the beginning of the Bible, he declares that we were created in his image. Yeah. I, for one, in all my frailty as a human and all of my mm. weaknesses, feel so, so honored mm. that he chose that he's going to let me carry his image. Yeah. And that's I just think incredible. that's such a beautiful thought. And just it, it really and truly amazes me that yeah. the God of all things yeah. allows each of us to carry his image. And so part of your identity, probably the biggest part yeah. of your identity, yeah. is that you are um, created in his image and you yeah. carry his image with you every moment of every day. Yeah, this is such a key component yeah. to the stability of our lives is being reminded yeah. that we weren't just haphazard. Right. Or just some accident, right. but that God in his attention of creation 
put upon us his image to reflect to the world right and uh when, when we when we think about building foundations for our life uh, i tell you what if you want to have a healthy identity yeah um to be able to say that i was made in the image of god um that i was made to yeah. reflect and and demonstrate him to the world is just beautiful you know actually just sort of thinking of a story um one of our boys and i'll leave him anonymous <laughs> but one of our teens i remember several months ago in just a conversation with them was asking and, and they were saying and they, i remember their response was mom when i start feeling overwhelmed and not mm. remembering who i am i just remember remind myself that i was created in god's image come on it's huge there, I, as a mom, my heart was just like, wow, yeah. if you can remember that one thing Dude. when life gets crazy and you're struggling with feeling like who you are mm-hmm. and what your purpose is, yeah. if you can come back to this core, yeah. core truth yeah. that we're creating his image, you're going to be fine. Well, and, and, and all of us wrestle <laughs> yeah. with that. Let's be yeah. honest. We all have moments of question. We all have moments of doubt. Yeah. We all have moments of struggle. And so right. anchoring ourselves in the truth of God's word. And this is what we're talking about, bold identity today. Right. Not not in who you say you are, right. but in who God right. says that you are is so, so important. Colossians chapter 3, verse 3 actually kind of takes us to a whole another step in that. It says for this, for you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Think about that, that you were you are found in Christ. In other words, who you were created to be can only be discovered when you're in Christ. Yeah. He is the one that helps us to understand and brings the, the revelation of who we are. Without him, we're lost. With him, right. we're found. Right. And that's the beauty of, of this identity component yeah. of walking uh, in, in true scripture, that he alone gives us the identity for who right. we are. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. I love being found. <laughs> Come on, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah. In Ephesians 1, 5 through 6, it says, God decided in advance to adapt us mm, into his own on. family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. I love this scripture so much. And I think, you know, we've really had the privilege to be able to adopt children and get a little insider Mm. picture of what adoption means. And I don't know anybody who's adopted somebody who didn't want that person they were adopting. And this is true of God. You know, he is choosing Mm. to adopt us. I love it. It says this is what he wanted to do. He wanted to adopt us and Mm. it gave him great pleasure. And what a beautiful, beautiful yeah. piece of our identity that we were adopted into his kingdom. And not because there was just a need and he had to go out and do it, yeah. but because he wanted to and it gave him it's great huge. pleasure. Um, yeah, huge. there's just nothing better than that. You know, out of each of these verses as we go through them today in these passages, there's there's really kind of a declarative statement that we want yeah. you to, to latch a hold of as we go through. And yeah. so we're going to kind of try and try and give that out to you as we're going. But we, we would love to encourage you to come back yeah. through and review these. Yes. Um, and, t- and take them and apply them to your life. This one right here, uh, that yeah. that he, he adopted us into his family. Uh, the statement we put over this one is, you are wanted. wanted. Yep. You're wanted by God. Right. Um, he, he didn't get stuck with you. <laughs> he chose you. And that's a really beautiful revelation. And yeah. that continues on in some, some other really beautiful passages here. 1 John 3 gives us this beautiful picture and declaration over our lives. And here's what it says. 
So how very much our Father loves us, for He called us His children. I love that statement. And that is exactly what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know Him. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but He has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like Him, for we will see Him as He really is. All who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure, just as He is pure. Here's, here's the statement for you. You're a child of God. Yeah. You are loved by God. The, an, another reinforcing passage of Scripture, listen to this one out of, out of John 1.12. But to all who believe in Him and accept Him, He gave the right to become children of God. When we make the choice to say, Jesus, I believe that you are who you say you are. When we pause for a moment right. and we engage our faith into the acknowledgement of Jesus Christ and, and putting our faith yeah. and trust in him and, and we accept him into our life, the, the other word there is to receive him. Here's what happens. There's an exchange that takes place and now we get to, get to yeah. become and be called children of God. We're a part of the family right. of God. And, and here's what we know. There's a lot of us that are watching this today that wrestle with yeah. that in our lives, maybe because of our family backgrounds, maybe because of some things that we experienced, hurts and pains in family and life rejection in those spaces. Um, but here's what we know about God. God will never reject us. He has brought us into his family. And it wasn't something that he had to do. It was something that he desired to do. He's, yeah. he's had family in his heart from the beginning of time. Right. And so we get to be called the children of God. And it's really this beautiful platform for us. I just, I just want to take a moment. I just feel like that there's some of you that are watching right now that this is something you're really yeah. wrestling with in your heart. And I need you to hear the voice of God over you, that he loves you, he's invited you into his family, he's not turning his back on you, but he's opening his arms wide. I just wanna take a moment and pray over you, just in this solemn moment, because I believe that there's something that God wants to impart into your heart. So let's, yeah. let's pray. Yeah. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you wanted family from the beginning. Mm -hmm. yes. And that God, through your son, Jesus Christ, you have invited us into your family. Mm -hmm. And Lord, we're not orphans. We're not lost to this yeah. world. God, we're not abandoned. But Lord, we are accepted and invited, Lord, into being a part of this beautiful family that you've created. Right. And so, Lord, we just come against every lie of the enemy that would cause us to feel isolated. Lord, the, the lie that would tell us that we don't belong and that we don't have a family, God. And Lord, we declare your word over our lives that we are your children, yeah. that you have chosen us and we belong to you. Right. And Father, we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Yeah, to be part of a family is so important and it's definitely something mm. in our culture and day and age that many people don't feel like they have a family yeah. for lots of different reasons and yeah. so this is such a huge part of your identity that you do belong to a yeah. family yeah. and that you do have a place to call home mm. and God is your father and he's perfect so mm. you don't just have any old dad you've got a perfect father yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is so awesome um, so then moving into Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, it says, So now you Gentiles are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You are members of God's family. 
you belong. And I love this scripture. Yeah. I love the fact that we're citizens, that we're members. It's important to us as yeah. humans to know that we belong. Yeah. I've heard it from so many people. When you start to feel that tension mm -hmm. of not belonging, yeah. it really can send you on a spiral of unhealth in your yeah. life. And so the more that you can build your faith and trust God's word and know his word and know his mm -hmm. declaration over you that you belong and that you're a member and a citizen, yeah. the more confidence you can have as a, as a person and yeah. in your relationships. It's so beautiful yeah. to look at scripture um, and, and hear the heart of God yeah. towards us as people. Uh, this, this place out of Ephesians is beautiful and it leads us into a, another really incredible yeah. thought out of the book of Colossians, yeah. uh, chapter two, verses nine and 10, it says, for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in the human body. I want you to just think about that for a second. All of God was packed into the person of Jesus Christ. And he came yeah. and he lived in, in, in this life and in these, these bodies. Uh, and here's what it goes on to say. So you also are complete yeah. through your union with Christ, who is the head over every ruler and authority. Here, here's, I've got some good news for you. When you combine with Jesus, you're complete. Yeah. You're not lacking in anything. Right. Now, all of us in are, are in the process of growth, and we know that, right? We, right. we live with each other. We're, we're, <laughs> we're <sure>. very <laughs> imperfect people. But there's this reality that in Christ, yeah. He is making us complete right. because He's perfect. Right. He's perfect in every way. Yeah. And, and it reminds me of the, the, the line that came out of the movie, Jerry Maguire, you complete me. Like, it's the most romantic moment. My wife's sitting here looking at me very I'm laughing because he brought up this quote, and I have no idea. I've never seen this show. It means nothing to me. So <laughs> Come on, hopefully it means something <laughs> to you guys out there. <laughs> it's one of the most romantic moments in a movie. You complete me. She speaks it to him, or he speaks it to her. And it's just a funny moment in the movie, but it's this reality that we have in relationship with Christ. That when we are joined together yeah. with him, yeah, we're, we're complete. And all of us feel the gaps in our life. All of us feel the weaknesses that we have. All of us feel the moments of anger and tension and frustration that we're not proud of, but we sense right. those in our lives. And, right. and here's what the Word of God says about in Christ, He's, yeah. he's completed you. You're yeah. enough. You're enough because you have Him. Not because you've strived for it, right. but because He's enough. And so you, you need to remember this in your life, in Christ. And this is an identity thing, right? A bold identity. I am complete. Yeah. I'm enough in Him. He has made me right. complete. And that's because of your union with Christ. It's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. thing. It reminds me of the scripture we don't have listed in our mm. notes, but that He's given us everything we need Come for on. life yeah. and godliness. And yeah, He really so has. Good. He has given us everything yeah. we need, whether things look the way we want them to yeah. or not. And so, um, yeah, so it's such a powerful word to yeah. just recognize that you are complete and yeah, whole in Him. It's huge. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17 through 18, it says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this yeah. task of reconciling people to him. Yeah. You are new. Come on. That is such a powerful, powerful part of your identity is mm. to recognize that you are new. Yeah. I don't know one person on this planet that doesn't have something from their Come old on. that they wish they might not yeah. have had <laughs> or could just delete altogether, right? 
I really don't. Yeah. And what's so powerful is that it teaches us in Scripture that when we accept Jesus and we partner with Him yeah. and we begin this life of relationship with Him, mm-hmm. that we become a new creation. And it says the old is gone. Not like the old is visiting sometimes <laughs> or the old is still gonna yeah. like creep in. Yeah. It's just saying that it's gone. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. The devil will still try to bring it back to our attention. Or maybe, yep. maybe some unhealthy people in our lives yeah. will try to bring it back to yeah. our attention. But God says it's gone yeah. and that we're a new creation. Yeah. And we can let go of all of that and move forward in him in wholeness yeah. and being complete. Yeah. Yeah. You know, again, just to remind you, we're talking about things that build a bold yeah. identity in us. Uh, we're talking about things that set our feet on a solid foundation. Right. Um, not on something that's shifting and moving in our lives. And as we're talking about these things and making these declarative statements, they're, they're statements that maybe you don't feel like you're living in right now. Right. Maybe they don't feel super tangible to you. And maybe it's because we've allowed ourselves to believe uh, right. other voices in our life. And that's why we're presenting to you the Word of God today. Because it needs to be the dominant voice in our life. We could sit here and try to self-help you and motivate you and all those types of things. And and there's some really good value in some of those spaces of life. But what you really need is you need the solid foundation of the Word of God in your life. And and we just want God's Word to come and just just be an oil to your heart today. For some of you, it needs to be a place that is helping you to build a firm foundation in your heart about who God says that you are. Um, and helps you to take some next steps into some things that God has for you. So we're going to close out with just a, a few more things here uh, that are going to help you to continue to build that foundation. 2 Corinthians 5.20. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite verses in the Bible. I use it for almost every one of our missions teams. And here's what it says. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. So part of the work of God of building a bold identity in you is yes, to get your feet set on a solid foundation, but also to to connect you with the mission of heaven, of the kingdom of God. And that is to be a bold ambassador, to be someone who represents Christ into the world today. You are repping Jesus everywhere you go. (laughs) Whether you're wearing the t-shirt or the the bracelet or not, you are a representation of Christ to the world today and we are actually speaking for him into the environments that we go you're a representative you're an ambassador and think about that in your life as you think about the places you go and recreate and the things that you do in your workplaces and and students when you're on campuses that you are there to be an ambassador of christ to to display his beauty and his love to the people that we're surrounded by it's not just a hey i go to church on sunday and that's where i do my jesus thing but there's this reality that day in and day out of our lives, yeah. we are called to be ambassadors of Christ right. everywhere we go. What a what a beautiful gift God's given us right. in that. And one of, these, one of the big things mm. we get to rep for him is Romans 6, 6. And it says that we know our old sinful selves mm. were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. Yeah, come and on. so one of the biggest things we get to know for ourselves and represent in the world today is that you are free that sin no longer holds a place in your life you're not a slave to sin anymore but you are free yeah come on what a a gift what a gift that we get to live in but even more so a mission that we get to carry to the world that that we are surrounded by i want to close with just a couple thoughts here and uh, we have 
a, a verse here that we're going to finish out with. Um, actually, it's a couple of verses, but that really pulls this whole picture of identity yeah. together. And I want to be clear: we, we've shared with you about eight or nine verses out of Scripture right. where there's literally hundreds of them <laughs> that talk to us about our identity in Christ. Right. We've picked some of them that that can connect some really declarative yeah. statements for you and the season of life that we are in. Uh, but there are literally yeah. hundreds of them throughout Scripture. And this is why we want to encourage you, get your Bible. Get in the Word of God. Right. Let it be the guiding light yeah. for you about how you how you see yourself. The Bible actually tells us this is a mirror that we get to look into, and it, it yeah. shows us who we are in Christ. And if you're not in this, then you're struggling through life on the opinions of people on the circumstances of your life, on the identity that you pull from a job or a career, and right. all of those things, like we said in the beginning, are shifting sands. Right. So, so let me read this verse over you because it's such a powerful declaration of kind of putting all of this in a nutshell. It comes out of 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. I just really want to prophetically speak this over your life this morning. Here's what it says. But you are not like that. And what it's talking about is you're not like the world. You're not like the things of your past. God's done something different in you. And here's what it says. For you are, and I want to make that statement over you again. For you are a chosen people. You are a royal priest, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. For he has called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Once you had no identity as a people, now you are God's people. Yeah. Once you received no mercy, now you have received God's mercy. That is the most amazing yeah. declaration over our life. And it sums up really the total of what we've been yeah. talking about today, that, that God speaks over you. He chose you. You belong to his yeah. family. He loves having you in his family. And, and that you're a royal priesthood. You're set into this place yeah. of royalty of sonship, yeah. of kingship with Christ, that you're a holy nation, you're a people that are set apart for a very specific work. And I love how it leads us into, and that work is to go and display the goodness of God right. to all the people that were around. Babe, just as we were going through this, you shared just a couple things about something in a sermon that you heard one time through this scripture. Yeah. So you take us through that, because I just think it's amazing. Yeah, just, it can be homework this week if you want homework. Take that <laughs> homework. You don't, you don't have to. Um, but we do have a lot of extra time, I think, most of us right now. <laughs> um, you know, I did. I heard, I don't even remember where, but to take this scripture and to insert your name into it and mm, personalize it, it for yourself. And yeah. so I'll just read that first little chunk, and I'll use my name to show you what I'm talking about. But you would say, but Emily is not like that. Emily is a chosen people. Emily is a royal priest. A holy nation, God's very own possession. Yeah. And so do that with that whole passage there in First Peter 2, 9 through 10 and personalize it for you. Fill in yeah. your name in the Bible yeah. right next to that small print. Scribble your name in there and remind yourself, yeah. this is who I am, yeah. that I am chosen and I am holy and a royal priest yeah. in his in his kingdom. Come on. And, and yeah. there's a reason why it's called the word of God. It's because it's God's word yeah. to you. Right. It's God's word to us. And that's why we can build our lives yeah. upon it. That's what gives right. us the foundation for how we move forward. And maybe you're you're joining us this morning. You're saying, you know, Tim, Emma, I hear what you're saying. Those are all really nice words, but I've never really, really begun that space yeah. and that relationship with Christ. And I just want to let you know today, your, your identity can change in a moment. Yeah. 
That is the beauty of the gospel. The gospel is not about the perfect moment. The gospel is about this moment. And Jesus died so that you could have relationship with yeah. him and with yeah. the Father, and so right. that your identity could yeah. be found in him. And today, maybe you find yourself in that place where you're yeah. saying, man, I need to have an identity change. I have had an identity crisis in my life. This season has really rocked me to my core. I've experienced fear things like I never have known before. Yeah. And I just want you to know that God is coming to you today and giving you an opportunity yeah. to come and be a part of his family, yeah. to find identity in the fact that he makes you royalty, right. uh, to help you to find identity in the fact yeah. that your past can be your past and that you can find new life in him. So I want to take just a moment and pray with you. And I'm going to ask you to join me in this prayer. Uh, and we want to invite you to just embrace mm -hmm. the good news of Jesus for you. That he wants to give you a new identity, a new life that would lead you into a future that he had already and has always had designed yeah. for you. So will you pray with me yeah. here real quickly? Lord Jesus, I invite you to come and to be Lord of my life. I recognize that I have tried to find my identity in so many other spaces. But Jesus, only you, as the creator of the universe, can give me true identity. So Lord, I invite you to come and to forgive me of my sin. Lord, I confess that I need you. And Lord, I pray that you would come and that you would teach me who you created me to be. And Father, I declare today that my identity is not in who I was or what I've done, but my identity is found in the fact that Jesus you died for me. Lord, I receive you into my life. I acknowledge you as my king. And Lord, I invite you to come and rule in my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. If you prayed that prayer with us today, first of all, I just want to say welcome. Welcome yeah. to the body of Christ. Yeah. Welcome to the family of God. Yeah. Uh, the days ahead for you will be different than the days in your past. We want to encourage you to just connect with us, and you can do that either via email or you can throw something in, in the, the chat spaces of this, and we would love to help you take your next steps right. in your journey. For those of you that are followers of Christ, here's, here's what we want to do for you today. Identity is such a critical part of us moving forward right. in health in our lives. And so we want to encourage you to take the things that Pastor Jason and Ellie taught us last week through bold declarations yeah. and some of the things that we've shared with you this week and to, to begin to take some moments to make the declarations of Scripture over your own life. And maybe that's just a few moments every morning or every night before you go to bed. But to read through some of these Scriptures again and then to form for yourself a bold declaration of your identity in Christ. And we want to encourage you to lean into the spaces of God's Word that will continue to teach you about who you are in Christ. For those of us that are followers of Christ, we've all wrestled with insecurity. I would venture to say we've all wrestled with some identity crisis, and that's oftentimes because we've tried to mix the identity of the world with this new kingdom that we're a part of. And what God wants us to do is to build our lives upon his word and what he says about us. So we wanna invite you to do that with yep. us as we head into the weeks ahead. Take God's word, bring it into your life, apply yep. it to the words that you're speaking out of your mouth and experience the freedom that comes as we boldly proclaim 
who we are, our identity in Christ through some bold declarations that God has for you. God bless you guys. Have an incredible week. We can't wait to meet up with you guys next week as we continue on in our bold series. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to this message. Do you know someone who'd be blessed by it? Make sure to share it with them this week.